0: hey everybody welcome to the podcast thank you so much for tuning in today we're going to be talking about the podcast 22 hours the most recent season of walking dead the movie known as the hustle a new movie coming out that we're going to call bad boys for life and we're going to finish it all off with bill burr's recent comedy special paper tiger let's do it did it. We're back. We're back with another one of those famous random episodes, I will say. One of those episodes that kind of finds itself begging you to record. Uh, I, I kind of developed and wrote down a lot of notes over the last few days. Last week, I would say. And I figure, you know what? Let's do it. We got to do it. We have so much stuff to talk about. Might as well make an episode... Might as well see how short we can make it with this much stuff to talk about, right? That's the idea. 10, 15 minutes of podcasting, and then we're out of here. No, but seriously, a lot of great stuff, man. A lot of great entertainment has been released over the last couple weeks. I mean, Dave Chappelle's special that got released, that was phenomenal. Sticks and Stones, man. Laugh my ass off. Good stuff. Very happy to see that some of the very, very top comedians are still working with Netflix. We don't have to keep seeing, right, garbage comedians or people you've never heard of. Like, guys, we get it. I mean, we still have, thankfully, we still have Chappelle. Thankfully, we still have Burr, Seinfeld. What? I mean, there's other ones. I just can't even think of them right now. It is late. It is almost 6 o'clock in the morning right now. And these tend to be some of my favorite episodes. And I'll tell you why. I'm very punchy right now. I'm very, like, sleepy. So I'm also, like, in another world, kind of, my own world. And you guys have been invited into it. And we're going to make it as enjoyable as possible while you're here, right? You're a guest. So let's make it ingestible as well. Digestible. What is ingestible? I mean, both, really. Let's be honest. Both of them. Both of them are key. You got to be able to take it in, and it's got to settle. It's got to go well when it gets to the inward innards, yeah? I don't know. I will say I'm standing here in my second area that I record my podcasts in. Because some of you might not know, I host several shows. And I know that there's not a lot of crossover. Not a lot of people going from this show to the other shows. And that's fine. I get it. I get it. I also don't promote them like that. Because I feel uh, that diversity of the audience is better. I don't know. I have no idea because I don't really see the audience or speak to them. So hard to say, but like I said, I'm in my second area, I like it, it's bigger, it doesn't get as hot in here because the walls aren't, I mean, it's soundproof to a T, but let's say this, it's not professional, okay, so there's a lot of free wind, not really wind, but you know. Well, as I said at the top of the show, I'm going to be talking about this podcast I just got into, and I got into this podcast because of another podcast called Congratulations with Chris D'Elia. He mentioned uh, being on a flight and listening to this podcast called Twenty Two Hours, and believe me, when he says something to his fans about something he enjoys, guess what? We're checking it out. They just got the baby bump. They just got a baby bump. Look in all prego, 22 hours, an American tragedy, I think is what the full title is. I'm probably like five episodes in, give or take. But just like Chris D'Elia said, the very first episode pulls you in. You're already in. And I've heard of this case before. I heard about this family. Let me just give you a rundown real quick about what it is, obviously. Otherwise, why are we here? Uh, basically, it is a podcast about this one specific case and it has the same, like, format as serial. And basically what happens is this woman and this other, basically this entire, like, news team or team of journalists or whatever end up talking about this case where this family was kidnapped and held for 22 hours, tortured, and set on, killed and set on fire. And it included the Savopolis, I think is their names. But it included the mother, the father, and the 11-year-old son. Her 10-year-old son, like whoa, man, horrific. But I've heard of this case before, and I think a lot of us have. But I never knew that. I guess I didn't get deep enough into the information to find out if somebody was caught, because it seemed like that wasn't going to happen. But all I think it all boils down to like pizza, a pizza crust, really. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what, uh, wouldn't that be sad though? I feel like that's gotta be the worst thing. It, make, it reminds me of like being a fly. Like to be a fly and to assume that flies talk to other flies. It's like, imagine being a fly that gets stuck in like uh, you know, a pile of shit. Cause that's what they do. Say he gets stuck in there and he dies. Well, isn't that a sadder story? Isn't that a more ridiculous story than a fly who was killed with a fly swatter in someone's house? That's how I feel about that. I feel the exact same way. Like, it's that strange where you're like, wait, what? A pizza crust got me caught for a crime? I really wasn't thinking this through. Really wish I didn't order that pizza. But I guess also that when he ordered the pizza, the guy who had these people held hostage actually, like, sticks his head out the door and realizes there's cameras. And I think it all had to do with money. He ended up getting, like, 40 grand. As far as I know, I haven't got that far, so don't take everything I say 100% as truth because, like I said, I'm only so, so far, and I only paid so much attention. But it is a gripping podcast. It's one of those that you want to listen to all the way through and not stop. You want to get to where it's over. You want to find the ending, basically. And those are some of my favorites. Like I listened to Serial. That was crazy. Uh, S-Town, that was my probably the first podcast I really dug into. I I heard about them, never was really that fascinated. Uh, Doug Benson's podcast was one of my favorites in the beginning as far as watching it. But listening to just audio, I was like, well, that sounds ridiculous. Turns out, S-Town, one of the best podcasts out there, still remains to be. And sure enough, when I went through that, it was just as good as this one has been so far. And I don't know if it's just me. But I do enjoy a lady's voice on a podcast, but it's got to be a, it's a specific sound, okay? It's not the sound of that, that fake news reporter voice that they do. And here we are on the crime scene. Today, the weather is 79. It is a beautiful day outside. Hello. Back to you in the studio, Mark. Like, they have this, that's not even a female's voice right there, of course, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it's super inauthentic it's not real it's a voice that everybody does in that industry it's just like the radio voice that most of us are used to hearing right we can kind of script it out in our head and like oh that's what it sounds like okay that's what a radio voice the generic sound of a radio is and you can't be that kind of a, a a woman on a podcast where even a dude that's not what we're looking for in podcasts you can't have a generic sounding voice that everyone else is used to on a podcast You have to be significantly different, and you have to be good at telling the story. You have to know how to read the words, right? There has to be some sort of emphasis there, especially if you're reading words, right? It can't be, I mean, a podcast like this, I'm not really reading anything. I'm simply just talking into a microphone, you know, out of my word hole, just random stuff coming out, and these other podcasts are actually going through and researching and writing notes and taking notes and, and formatting the entire episode all the way through, for the hour, two hours, or whatever it is. 40 minutes, I think it is now. They've chopped it down, which is crazy. Some, You know, Joe Rogan's still doing three-hour episodes, and you got stuff like this that's very entertaining, and you want to find out the ending, but they're like, oh, here's 40 minutes and two really weird ads. I think there's one ad for, like, back pain, like sciatica pain. like oh, well, And it's not even the people doing the ad, which is really strange. I think it's the Parcast Network. 22 hours, man. Interesting podcast. Check it out. You'll probably enjoy it. So I know this really doesn't pertain to the last several things we've been talking about, but of course it ran through my mind just a second ago because I tried to snap my fingers and turn on my television. And the reason that this popped in my head is simply because it's like, guys, hey, humans have been around for a long time, huh? We've been here for a while, that's right. You know it, I know it, we all know it. And technology has only gotten greater and greater. But I can't help but to wonder why none of us still have the ability like wizards or witches. I mean, some of us might, but, you know, you're not coming out of the woodshed. You're staying in there, hiding, because society hasn't accepted you yet, and I don't think it's fair. If you have magic powers or wizardry wizardry skills, you need to come out and show the world. You need to tell the world, so that way we can learn from you. That's right. I I mean, who wouldn't want to be a wizard or a witch, or at least have those abilities, right? I mean, that's easily one of the best mythical or fake, I don't know, fake, probably real. You get what I'm saying. It's one of the best things out there. I mean, who ran the mythical worlds, right? Wizards, man. Come on. Harry Potter made millions of dollars, not just because little kids happened to watch it. It's because everybody loved it, dude. You know it. I know it. We don't got to talk about it anymore. It's just, it is what it is. But I'm telling you right now, dude, I wish, you know, I wish I could open doors with my mind. I would use it subtly around other people. I think most of us would. You wouldn't want to get caught. You wouldn't want other people to know that you're a wizard. (laughs) You know magic. You wouldn't want them to know. So, of course, you'd be subtle, man. Like I said, opening a door with my mind. Like pushing a cart towards the doors that don't already open on their own. Because what store is that? (laughs) You have to open it with your mind, man. It's fantastic. Just, like, snapping your fingers. Like, think about Matilda, man. What an amazing... That's exactly how a kid would act when they found out that they were magical. Yeah? You'd make all the fruit in the house dance. You'd be trying to do everything you could to have alone time so you could do your magic. I mean, hell yeah. For sure. I mean, that's what I'd be doing. Especially if you were a young kid and found out you were a magician. No, that's not right. You're a wizard. Or a witch or even, i mean i feel like that's even like kind of a derogatory name a witch right for a woman that has magical powers such as a wizard a witch doesn't sound as good sounds bad there's a stigma to it because of all these centuries and the salem witch trials and all that stuff right i mean there's it's not good to be a witch in today's world as far as they say but i say come on out come on out let's get acquainted let's be friends Right? I want to be your friend. I want to hang out. I want you to show me the way. I want to figure out how to get there. How can I be a warlock? Huh? Yeah. And how come every time I think of a warlock, I think of like a small guy? Why does it seem like they're little? I don't think they're little. Probably average height. Probably average height. I have no idea. I have never ran into one. But think about it, man. I'm just saying magic powers should be what we're focused on for the future, not Tesla cars. Not getting to outer space. It should be prolonging life and magic powers, which is almost one and the same. Aren't most wizards and like witches thousands of years old? I don't think we can lose, guys. I don't think it's a lose. So get on it. If you're a witch or a wizard, please contact the podcast or something. Alright, so I want to talk a little bit about one of the new seasons of The Walking Dead. Now, there's going to be a little bit of spoilers here, so if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, man. Get your stream game up. Stop messing around with this fucking cable, this dish network, on-demand, Comcast, horse shit. Get your stream on, man. Get your Hulu, Amazon and netflix and stop farting around with your life do you want to be in the loop do you want to know what other people are talking about do you want to understand what they mean when they say stranger things they're not just some sort of crazy person in in a, a midday fever dream it's a real show with children that save the world from a giant monster who you don't even see in the whole third season doesn't matter we're here to talk about walking dead because here's what it is man I didn't feel like the last season, season eight, left you thinking that there wasn't going to be a season nine, but I was under the impression that that's where they were going with it. I thought that it was going to be over. Like, that's just the end. But in your head, you're like, well, how the, what? That's just, that's it. Because if you think about the graphic novel, it's massive. The first compodium is, I don't know, 80 pounds. It's a very, very heavy book. (laughs) But that just that's because there's so much in there, so much detail, so much story that I, I was on like the third season, I think, when I was halfway through the first compodium. So you could imagine how much more they have to go when that was only the first compodium. Oh, God, I can't even imagine. But season nine popped up on Netflix, and I was like, wait, are they giving us like a season behind? Like it's already season 10 already on TV on AMC, but... Season 9 will drop on Netflix, but it seems like that's not the case. Obviously, it's not out yet, and that's great, but I did get some details into Season 10, which is kind of crazy, because Season 8 ends with a pretty impactful death, and we lose a main character, but Season 9, of course, we lose a lot of main characters throughout the show, but Season 9 comes in with, uh, I don't know, man, the timelines keep getting flipped around, and, and... Michonne is older, she's younger, same thing. Like, it's very weird. And throughout the entire season nine, you well, not the entire season, but most of season nine, you don't see Rick or Maggie. It's like they're gone. They're, I think they're in like the first three episodes, and then you don't see them again at all. I mean, these are vital. I mean, these are vital characters to the show. They've been in the show since the very beginning. So you can't help but to be disappointed when you see the possibility of Rick dying, that Rick almost dies, and he does that a lot. Rick has almost died quite a bit, but I guess what I'm getting at is, damn it, you know, where the fuck is Rick? Because the timeline is really askew, and it makes me wonder how far into the future they are from when they actually lose Rick, because it has to be years. It has to be years. Rick has to have been gone for quite some time. But it's a pretty devastating scene when you finally do see Rick get one of his worst injuries and almost not survive. Because one of the chicks, the leader of the people from the junkyard place, I don't even know what to call them, but she had the weird bangs and whatnot, she ends up basically talking to somebody who has a helicopter Which is also very weird, and you get no answers to that the entire season. You just see somebody in a helicopter who's talking to her through a walkie-talkie and trying to receive some sort of A or B. I don't know what that means, what it's for, because what I think is happening is some of these people that are still alive right now may have the vaccine. They may have something to fix it all. Is that the idea? Is that what we're getting at? Is that why they're zombies now? Because of some sort of crazy outbreak? Because Rick was in the hospital. I don't know. Makes you wonder, right? You can't help but to wonder. And did Morgan die? I don't remember Morgan dying. The guy that Rick first met when he got out of the hospital. Where is he? And it's disappointing, man, because there's so much division within all of the main characters from the show. You know, Rick and Michonne are still together. and Maggie is somewhere else with her son. Uh, The King and, uh, what's her name, Carol are somewhere else. Oh, Season 9 also features a very impactful death in the final episode as well. Several deaths, actually. Enid goes, as well as um, Henry, which is Carol and the King's adopted son. Pretty bizarre, man. And there's an introduction to some new characters. Uh, Dan Fogel ends up becoming a character, and that's awesome. And that's because Judith, who is Rick and Michonne's daughter, she saves their lives. They're like out in the middle of some sort of meadow and they're getting surrounded by zombies and she saves their lives. And they are you know, obviously being questioned by everyone else about being able to join because they don't trust them. Michonne is definitely not trusting anybody, even more so now that Rick isn't around. But they do eventually get accepted at Hilltop, I believe. And it all progresses. It continues forward, but you still don't know where the hell is Rick. And then he ends up showing up wherever that girl is with the crazy bangs to get into the helicopter. That's right. They get in the, they get in the helicopter, and that's the last time you see Rick in any episode. So I don't know what the timeline is. I don't know where they are right now currently. I don't know what, how many years. It has to be several years, man. has to be. But there is a season 10, so there is very high hopes in that, man. I, that's You can't help but to look forward to these things and get all the answers. And that's kind of the best part about streaming services nowadays, is you don't have to wait, you know, another week for the episode to come out. It, it's right there. Hey, season 1, all of it's here, ready to go. Let's watch it. Season 10, same thing. Let's go. But I did hear some crazy details, and I didn't hear this, I kind of read it on IMDB a while ago when I was looking at the show, just out of curiosity, The Walking Dead. Apparently season 10 is going to feature the departure of one of the main characters, another one of the main characters. And you can't help but to wonder how, and also why. Because much like when Glenn was killed by Negan, seeing these main people go, you're already so attached, we're, we're so far into this show, that it is such a huge disappointment. In the beginning, you're like, okay, well, it's going to happen, but you didn't expect it either. But at the same time, you're, you were more accepting because you didn't fall for the character yet. I mean, once it got to, like, Herschel, you know, Glenn, all these other guys. I forget who the redheaded guy was. Uh, doesn't matter. But I should mention, Negan is still alive, and that was a big deal for me, too, because there are several times where, like, Rick or Michonne is having dialogue with somebody you can't see for the f- for, a, for a few seconds. And then obviously the camera shows the person or whatever they're talking to. And in the beginning I thought Rick might have been talking to Carl. But he was talking to Negan. So he does see Negan and Negan does escape. But he comes back. It's a very weird situation. He ends up saving the life of somebody very, very important within the show. And like I said, the introduction of these new people. A very scary Folks, man, they're calling them skins, and if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil too much, but they are vicious and terrifying. You're not going to be a fan. I, I feel like maybe they are worse than, put it this way, okay? So Negan's group, the Saviors, or whatever the fuck they were called, awful, but there's a huge difference in these guys. They're they're more willing to kill their their, their own kind, and the actress that plays the mother is, Wow. I've seen her in a lot of stuff. She's in this old movie with Billy Crudup and Jack Black called Jesus' Son. And it's phenomenal. She's a fucking great actress. Check out season 9, man. It's on Netflix right now. Get your stream game up, baby. Get your stream game on. Now I want to make sure that everybody's aware, man. I like to keep, keep my podcast kind of under one umbrella, if that's fair to say. And for a long time, this umbrella was simply called Trash Panda. And basically, that's just a raccoon. Because I had a raccoon as a pet, I know. I have a disgusting family. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, I also don't have rabies. I just look like this. It's fine. But my point is, I changed it, man. I had to change it, and I wanted to come up with something that was a little bit better for me. Because a lot of my shows are just simply under the idea of, man, it's late. Or super early for some people. Some of you might be getting up and going to your shitty job right now. Getting up, getting in the shower, let's do it. Let's go to the job where I hate everyone I work with. And I'm never going to advance, and that's fine. But for me, I have simply been up for several, several hours, and I find myself wanting to talk out loud. Finally got the free time, and here I am doing it. So I figure, you know what, let's, let's pick a more appropriate name for my umbrella and... Call it Trash Panda? Nope, just kidding. I changed it to Night Owl. That's right, because I am a night owl, and much like many of us night owls, we find ourselves being the most productive and the most creative in the latest hours of the night. Right? I mean, I'm at work right now. I'm doing my job right now. And you guys had no idea that that's what it was. I mean, shit, this is an easy job, and I love it. That's why I do it so much. And I feel like... It doesn't take much to be good at something like this. So here I am, and I'm only trying to get better, right? That's the whole idea. Progression, baby. Growth. Growth. Maybe not growth. I don't want to really get bigger in the sense of size, really. Maybe the show, but you get it. I don't have to explain these stupid things to you guys. But yeah, Night Owl Entertainment, check it out. We're blowing up, right? Only, only late at night, though. Nocturnal type of stuff, All right? Am I still talking? Alright, so right now I want to quickly talk about this movie I watched recently. Because I'm a fan of Rebel Wilson. She is pretty funny. And she's been funny in pretty much everything I've seen her in. I even watched Pitch Perfect, you guys. All right? And she was fucking great. She's awesome in that shit. But I guess what it is is it's this movie called The Hustle. And I saw it, watched it, it was enjoyable. But here's the thing that I didn't know. It is allegedly some sort of a remake or something from the movie starring Michael Caine and Steve Martin known as Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. So, (laughs) I don't know, man. It's hard to think about these things. Like, is this valuable entertainment taking uh, a perfectly good storyline from a movie and simply just recasting the leads as male or female? Is that good? Are we, are we accepting this? I'm not saying it's a bad thing and there is um, a reasonable place for it in certain films. Like Ocean's uh, whatever with the girls, Sandra Bullock and whatnot. Great film and makes total sense. But why do this? I mean, obviously, to put Rebel Wilson in a role where she can kind of just go crazy as herself, and it'd be funny. And then Anne Hathaway do some sort of ridiculous accent that was unreasonable and unnecessary. But I guess what it is is I'm like, you know, what are we doing here? Why are we doing this? Why are we simply just recasting the same basic movie with a woman or a man in, in the versed, in this in a vice versa role, if that makes sense. because if we're gonna do that, let's go ape shit. Let's go deep with it. Let's go long. Okay, this is a Hail Mary. Let's do a Hail Mary with it. Why not recast make a remake of the movie The Outsiders. Remake the outsiders and simply cast women instead of men. Simply cast the outsiders as a bunch of ladies who act exactly like Ponyboy and the other guys. (laughs) I can't remember the other guys. But you get what I'm saying, though, right? I mean, come on. That'd be a hilarious flick, but also pretty badass. I mean, if we're going to do it with something so simple as Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, starring some of the best actors of all time, comedic or otherwise, why not do it with something like The Outsiders? With an ensemble cast that they had back then? Imagine what we could do now. You get, like, a... Your Chris Hemsworth, you know, uh, Chris Pratt. You basically put the event I mean what am I saying? They have to be ladies. I'm already casting them as dudes. What the shit. But yeah, it's not it's a pretty enjoyable movie. It's called The Hustle. And like I said, stars Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. And it's sort of a remake of the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels film, I guess. I don't I guess, right? Sure. Dude, you know what's fun? It's so fun to receive a message on social media, you know, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And it's obviously a person you haven't spoke to for several years. You're like, oh, great. What the hell does this guy want? What's this lady want? What does she want? What does he want? It's always somebody from your past. And they're like, hey, hey, just so you know, I told your girlfriend what a huge piece of shit you are. It's like, whoa, man, whoa. We haven't spoken in this many years, and that's the first thing you come at me with? It's like, what am I supposed to say to that? How do you respond to that? I just simply respond, thanks, Mom. I mean, come on. Thanks for all the help. Really encouraging your boy. Still doing you, as I see. Great. In all honesty, I was thinking about how unbeneficial social media has been for me uh, since the very beginning. I mean, I didn't really ever find any true use for it. Even back when there was, like, AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. Like, come on, guys. Hey, go outside. I'm a ginger. I'm not even supposed to be in the sun, and I'm outside. Let's not be ridiculous. I know this is a little bit off-topic as well, but I wanted to throw this in there. I watched... uh, A radio show called Jim and Sam, I think. Something like that. Doesn't really matter. But they had this guest named John Douglas. And he is the guy, if you guys don't know, who helped create the show Mindhunters because of all the actual research that he did and investigating that he did in real life. It's all based on his life and his partner's life and just the whole thing surrounding what he did to kind of become the world's most prolific I guess uh criminal profiler he does amazing work and I learned in that 38 minutes that very short show I learned so much about cases that I had no real detail about you know like Jean-Benet Ramsey I did not know the things that he mentions in that show and it is deadly it is creepy very scary you'd never want that type of shit to happen But on a lighter note, I watched a trailer for a new movie. That's right, a new movie. It's different than a movie or a film. A movie is directed by cattle, so there's a few extra O's. But in seriousness, I watched um, the Bad Boys for Life trailer because I'm a huge Martin Lawrence fan. I've liked that dude since Run Tell Dat. Huh? That's right. And uh, yeah. He does fantastic alongside Will Smith, and let's not forget, Will Smith can act his ass off, so they do well together. Fantastic trailer, man. If you compare it to the last Bad Boys that came out, it's going to be just as good. But it's like, when it comes to action movies, all you can really ask yourself is like, hey man, how many more explosions can we have in this movie? How many more can we do? How many did we have last movie? Because you know there's a dude, there's a guy who has a number. He's like, oh, we had 73 explosions in the last movie. Well, we got to do 75 this movie. We're going to up our game. That's what we do. It's an action movie, correct? Things explode. That's what happens. Isn't that weird, though, in action movies, how it seems like things that aren't very explosive are way more explosive? Like a car. (laughs) Cars explode really easy. And they also flip over really easy in action movies. Pay attention, guys. You'll learn some things. But I'm just saying bad boys for life does look like a ultimate flick definitely looks watchable and i can't wait for it because martin lawrence i feel hasn't done much in a while and that's annoying especially when you really enjoy a guy man you can't push the work on him but come on how you l- you're you letting all your fans down mike myers huh where are you stop trying to hide dressing up like another character all right just be yourself brother well that's what we want or like gold member or something <laughs> Okay, so now what I will talk about is something I literally just watched probably about an hour and a half ago. And yeah, man, I don't remember any of the jokes. I can't remember a single joke right off the top of my head right now. No bullshit. But that's kind of how stand-up comedy is for me. I dig that. I like. It makes me watch a special more than once. But Bill Burr, man, he just released another special. It's called Paper Tiger. It's on Netflix right now. I watched it, like, kind of the the debut of it. It just came out. It, like, it came out at midnight. And I was like, yep, and guess what I'm doing? I'm watching my Bill Burr. And it was fantastic, man. He was just on the Joe Rogan podcast as well, where he talked about the filming and the writing process of it. And it's a phenomenal special. I don't remember any of the jokes, but I will tell you it was so good that I was crying for, like, a good minute. There was just this long segment. This huge progression of this these jokes, man, hit, they hit so perfect. He is one of the greatest of all time, and he will remain as such. But check it out, man. Lots of amazing streaming entertainment out there right now. Get your stream game up, man. Stop playing with your life. But we're out of here, man. We're out of here. I'm out of here. You're out of here. You know, uh, we're just gone, okay? We left an hour ago. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But yeah, man, follow me on uh, Instagram, Patrick Michael Comedy, Twitter. I think I'm Irish, and uh, we'll see you there. B- bye-bye.